0: You are the one who is consistent and persistent in pursuing us, and we thank you, God, that Your hand is always there for us to hold on to. Thank you that Your feet go before us and You carry us where we need to be carried. Thank you, Lord, for this um, this day and this way that we can use technology still to honor You and to worship You and to be together in Your in Your presence. And we thank You that we are present with You each day, Father. We honor you today in this time of uh, worship together, this time of service together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. All right, Suzanne. For praise for building us for worship, Lord, that when we worship you, when we fix our eyes on you, when we express to you your worth, and Lord, our our dependence on you, God. Something happens. Something happens. Something happens in us, and <clears throat> something happens in the atmosphere, God. Even as Jehoshaphat sent out the singers first, and threw the enemy into confusion. God, we uh, we just lift up our praise because you're worthy, and because God, it's um, it's it's uh, powerful powerful statement to the heavenly realm of who you are. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you. I'm going to read a, a familiar passage from a, a less familiar translation. And then uh, Travis, you can jump in with your scripture right after, right after mine. Now my beloved ones, I have saved these important truths for last, Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion <clears throat> under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this stark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides. So you're protected as you confront the slanderer. For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. Go ahead, Chuck.
2: Ephesians uh, chapter 6, starting with uh, 15 from the Passion Translation. Stand on your feet alert, and you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance, like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. And take the mighty razor-sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all his believers, and pray also that God's revelation would be released through me every time I preach the wonderful mystery of the hope filled gospel. Yes, pray that I may preach the wonderful news of God's kingdom with bold freedom at every opportunity, even though I am a even though I am chained as a prisoner, I am his his ambassador.
1: Amen thank you. So that's a <clears throat> passage we're all familiar with in in other translations, Ephesians six and the armor of God, ten ten to twenty, and uh, <clears throat> that's that's the passion. It's good to hear sometimes things in a little fresh way because they I think they go in a little differently. So blessings blessings on everybody. We've had a few people join us since since we welcomed everybody earlier. So hi Mark, good to see you. Crystals are. Uh, Todd and Donna, bless you guys. Good to see everybody. Did you miss anybody? Linda looks like she's all connected over there now. It's good. Praise God. Thanks, Suzanne, for uh, leading us deeply into the presence of the Lord. Um, Suzanne has not just a musical gift, but just the, the, the ability to take us where she resides and abides. So that is uh, a truly a blessing for the rest of us. Yeah, I don't know if I said hi to you, honey. Yeah. So any, anybody have anything to share at this point? Uh, <clears throat> Corinthians 12 talks about everybody coming with a song or a hymn or a spiritual song or something to share to edify and uh, encourage the body. So if you have a testimony or a scripture or something you'd like to share at this point, uh, we would love to hear it. Yeah.
0: I have that problem too, Kevin. Um. Uh, Lord, just help me to be concise and speak what I learned yesterday. So I was watching one of my favorite preachers. He's a young guy, an evangelist from Britain. And he was talking about secular music and how it can affect us. And I've given up rock and roll probably for about seven or eight years because most of it was just nasty. (laughs) It wasn't pointing me to the Lord at all, not at all. Um, and and he was showing some examples of videos that are being put out to kids. I got to tell you, I'm pretty ignorant when I was looking at those videos, I couldn't believe what was happening. I had to turn it off after about 45 seconds. So I just want to say, Lord, thank you that I love worship music. Thank you for. Suzanne and her wonderful gift of worship, praying the piano and singing and, and just praying in the interludes. And I just, I, I beseech you, Lord, to, to always edify me and help me to remain on the right track. And I am willing. I am willing, Lord. I am willing. That old flesh is gone, Lord. And if there's anyone here that struggles with that, I just I rebuke that spirit of modern music right out of that person. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's it for me.
1: Bless the Lord. Thanks TJ. I'm glad glad you have that story of victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Anyone else?
3: I don't mind sharing. Oh, Kevin, go ahead there. <laughs> okay, just a few things. One, just following up on what you said, Terry Joe. That's awesome. You know, last night I uh, watched the hockey game. After the hockey game, um, I was uh, just flipping around a little, looking, looking at something else to see. And there was this movie on uh, with John Travolta and uh, Samuel Jackson. And it's a very popular movie that I've never watched called Pulp Fiction. And I was like, oh, you know, I want to see this thing because I've never watched it before. And I started to watch it. It just says stuff that's in that, like, you know, after about 10 minutes, I was like, I can't watch this. Like, it's just, I don't want to watch. I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. So, you know, what we fill our hearts and, you know, up with, uh, it, you know, what we take in uh, can really be, uh, you know, it can change us inside. So I totally, Totally with you, Terry Joe. I know Travis, you've taught that many a time as well about what we put into us that, you know, it's really it's what comes out of us that defiles us, but what goes into us kinda of does pollute us too and just kinda throw of it just gives you things that you don't wanna know. But anyways, I wasn't going to share that soon. <laughs> I was going to share Linda. Linda and I tried to fix her uh, computer, and I was getting nowhere with it. I just started praying, God, you've got to help me with this. And then right away, like, I, I didn't do anything. Linda, you didn't do anything, but it's started to work. So praise God. God, you are so good. You know, just in my willingness to want to help, but in ability to be able to do anything, you know, I just put my trust in the Lord, like God knows uh, what to what to do. So that's a couple of things. One, I totally agree with Terry Joe, what we you know, what we watch and the, the people that, you know, we admire and that it can really be uh, you know, for good or for evil. Like make sure we choose good things. And then just trust God. Like even when you can't do something, just trust God. He can do it. And then the third thing, um, just a funny story, like Michelle and I, uh, we have a really good ring story for our honeymoon when we were away. We lost our ring, found it seven days later uh, my wedding band. Amazing testimony, just an amazing testimony of God's faithfulness. In the
1: ocean it, in a rock
3: club. Yeah, and I don't know if anybody, lots of people have heard of it before, I will repeat it. But my mom calls me the other day and says, oh Kevin, there's this letter uh, to the editor in the Vancouver Sun, you should read it and you should write a story about your ring story. This lady in Stanley Park had lost her ring. And then a day later she found it again. And so, you know, it was quite a, quite an event and they put it in the paper and that she said, Kevin, you should write a story about that. Like about your ring. Like it's so much better than that story. And I'm thinking, oh, Bob, like, you know, I wouldn't want to diminish that lady's story by trying to tell something better. You know, like Michelle said, you know, this is, this is my fish. And then I come back and I say, oh, but this is my fish. You know, it's like uh, sometimes uh, just being, a, you know, in, sensitive to that. But it is a good story. It is a good story about God's faithfulness. And we have these stories in our history of God's faithfulness. And if he was faithful before, he will be faithful again. Just trust in him. He will always be there for us.
4: Thank you. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Marilyn. I just want to say thank you to the Lord. I mean, I, and when I started out this year, I had no intention of selling and anything, but it just seemed like the Lord was, um, tapping me and saying, you have to go home back to camp to Winnipeg. So. I was talking to my girls, what I was going to do, and they agreed. And Madeline and Brent came over and we called a sales lady and she says, well, put it up. And she said, but you're not going to hear anything for two weeks because they do things differently right now. And, uh, well, I thought to myself, Lord, it's in your hands. And you're the one that's making these moves for me. So two weeks exactly, and the house is sold. So I'm, the Lord is working for me. So anyway, everything's going great, and I really have to say thank you, Lord, for being with me.
1: Hallelujah, Hallelujah, and over your asking price, right, Marilyn? God, it's so good, like yes, it's just amazing. <laughs>
4: How he's working yeah, out yeah where do you move yeah. um possession date is on july 16th oh
3: so, uh, yeah. we're sorry well, we're well, sad maybe, to see you go earlier. so sad to see you go but at the same time we're so blessed that god is leading you and that you are going with god and his provision is there for you to, to uh have all of the abundance i happened. have a,
4: feeling I'm I'm supposed to be there for a reason.
3: You have a you lot know? of family that you can bless with yeah. your presence.
4: So like I said, I I feel that there was there's something I'm supposed to be doing there. You know, so I just have to just trust in the Lord.
3: Yeah, you're bringing the warmth of Christ yeah, to that the that winter and winter pegs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Linda, do oh my goodness, I, mean, I really have
4: to get feces and woolens. <laughs> yeah, for <sure. laughs> uh, Great testimony. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. anyway, it's, it's, everything's going good, you know. Hallelujah. God is faithful. It's been neat to see it, it work out for you, Marilyn. Well, you're not going to get rid of me that easy. I'll still be zooming. <laughs> Yay! We're
1: glad for technology. We'll still you. Yeah. And hear you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Thanks. Linda, were you jumping in there? Uh, yeah.
5: Um, when, when Suzanne led us in worship, um, that God, God reigns over our whole world, and as we, and as I was thinking of. of picturing, you know, God in heaven with the multitudes and, and then just thinking that great God, that great and awesome, majestic God isn't just above the earth. He cares about every little thing in our lives. And it just really hit me as you were worshiping, Suzanne, the greatness of God who runs the whole world. And yet cares about each and every little thing that hits our lives. If we just, could, like Kevin said, that was that was so great. Like that was such a God thing that Kevin, you know, Kevin prayed and I went back to the back to the um, email, pushed it, which we've done multiple times this morning, and up it came. Now if that wasn't a God thing, I don't know what it was. It was a little thing. But the God who reigns in majesty cares about that little thing. And we've got to facing some issues here again where it's just trust me, trust me, trust me. Don't go anywhere in your mind except glance at the situation and gaze on me. And we just have a great God.
1: Up to us to obey amen trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths such a basic simple principle but it's it's really it's uh it's it's we put it in action all the time and it, it uh, it's the way he set it up hallelujah anyone else just wave at me trust
2: last week uh me sue and gord went up the Dragonback trail and uh i'm i'm agreeing with terry joe here on the music thing because we were we were listening to some mercy me and a whole bunch of worship as we hiked and while well, sue and gord were probably 20 feet ahead of me because i could barely breathe <laughs> and uh my my phone got to 10 percent, so that's when i turned the music off but but the point I'm making is that because of that music, the hike was already great, but because of that music, it made it even more fun as well. And there was one other thing I wanted to say too, is my, my boss at Rona has a Christian background and he, he's kind of sort, he went to Briarcrest in Saskatchewan and he, he kind of sort of knows my music history. And so I, I, I said to him the other day, "That's it for me for music. I can't listen to that crap any, that bad crap anymore." And he totally understood. So it's a uh, good to have a boss with that. Like this is my second boss in a row with a Christian background, so I thought that was pretty cool as well.
5: Travis, I just want to say what a blessing you are to our fellowship and to each one of us. You are just such a blessing and you mean so much. You may not think so, but you mean so much in our lives because you're just so open and so honest and just um, you're just such a blessing. I just want to thank you for the way you share Christ and shine through um, ministering to all of us, I'm sure. I know you sure minister to me. And I bet you that everybody there would say, you minister to all of us, Travis. And praise God for you. I really thank God for you in our
2: midst. Thank you very much. T.T., the terrific guy.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Bill. I was like, where did I voice That from? scared me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you got us, Bill. You got us. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a half. It was something else. But yeah. yeah. No. Totally. Yes. And Amen. And and uh, you know, it again the, that First Corinthians passage about the body and each part of the body, and you just really sense it when somebody's away, right? We miss you, and uh, each one has such an important part to play, and we we just love. We love what God has brought together here in, in the body. It's uh, it's a blessing to us all. Thanks for your transparency, Travis. We sure love that.
2: Thank you,
1: Brenda. You waving your hand at me, huh? Go ahead. Amen, amen. Thank you guys for your your ministry, Bill and Brenda, and all all that you're doing there, bringing bringing life. Bill's in, the, Bill's in
6: the zone. Do you want to
1: say something, Bill, or are you praising the Lord? I can't tell.
6: <laughs> no, I want to say something. I okay, know that's unusual to me. This
1: kind of means I'm like zoning with the Lord to me. This means I would like to say something just to, you know, get our signals
6: straight. I, so I, I usually do that something. during singing. <laughs> yes. <I'm> good, but... <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I had an unusual thing happen. The uh, um, people from Highland Park lapidary. Down the States, where I buy my uh, diamond blades from for cutting rocks. They phoned me up and uh, they had asked me a few weeks ago to give them pictures of things I've been doing. So he phones me again and he says, I really like your, your uh, crafting and, and stuff that you do with stone. And uh, so I had also sent him a picture of my homemade rock saw. And he says, That's incredible. He says, you you know you're like a macgyver he said you <laughs> put this thing together so anyhow he's so excited about my rock saw he wanted to tell the rest of the um uh, employees about it on his team so uh anyhow uh, i told him i'd send him more pictures later on of different uh trim cuts that i do and that he says i can't believe how smooth that saw cut through that stone he says that's incredible he says, and I told him the sizes of the saws that I've been using. I started off with a ten inch. Now I'm at a fourteen inch saw blade, and you know he thought that was pretty neat. And I also told him that I cut jade with it and various other uh, rocks, and it still cuts through everything. And so uh, anyhow, we had quite a discussion for about ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and and uh, it was it was different. It would be like so, they're gonna posted on all their, uh, sites that they have for the business. So something unusual, not expected, just uh, come out of nowhere. You know, so God needs to be praised for that, I think. Are you waving at me or are you praising? This is God? my praise God.
1: This is my, <laughs> I want to say something. <laughs> praising God with two hands. Hallelujah, that's neat, Bill. I think God is uh, God is up to some stuff where He's taking um, people out of their hiddenness, you know, and um, bringing them into expanding their tent pegs, you know, moving things out. So that's that is cool how the Lord is is orchestrating that. Really neat,
4: helping. Thing, uh, and,
3: yeah, and uh, Sue, that just reminds me, D, you know. If it was about how good we could be, God said that none of us would make it to heaven because none of us are good enough. And so he died for the robber that was beside him. He died for all of us and for all of our sins. And every one of us, he loves us. And it's not about how good we are. It's about how good
7: he is. Um, a, a few... A few um, weeks ago, I shared out of Isaiah 43, and I you I, I want to read that again because it's it's so appropriate with what's being shared. Um, it's just it's just all over that. So um, Isaiah 43, and I'll start with uh, at 16. This is what the Lord says: He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and lay, they lay there, never to rise again, extinguished, stuffed out like a whip. He's talking about when the Red Sea came together and the Egyptians were killed. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making way of the desert. And streams in the wasteland. Praise God! I, I, I just everything that you shared about all of, all of the things have, uh, you know, I think are are in the midst of that. And and during during my devotions, uh, it's actually on Friday, April the twenty third. It says, "Seeing with new eyes, seeing with new eyes." Open the eyes of my heart, seeing with new eyes. That's what we're talking about. T- uh, Terry Joe talking about, you know, the, the music and, and she had to get rid of that and Travis and, and you know, just, just the different things, the way God's speaking to us um, in, a, in, a, in a difficult time. But he, he, he wants us to see Him with new eyes. We, we, we need to open our eyes and and, and see see what he's doing I um, uh, um, sue, sue shared a little bit about um, Jack and Carol but that is to me was just a, an, an amazing thing uh, I wasn't allowed to go see Jack at the beginning but I would go. And see Carol before she would go, and she'd be ready to go when she she was clutching her Bible and she was she was taking it and she was uh, she was ministering to her, to her husband. And uh, uh, I, was, I, I was I was I was I know everybody else was praying, but I was praying specifically for for Jack's salvation and that that something would happen, and it did. I, um, I, picked a, I picked a scripture I, 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 I don't know if this is, this is how it happened but it's Revelations 3 19 to 20 and it's uh, Revelations 3 19 to 20 those whom I love I rebuke and discipline so be earnest and repent here I am. I stand at the door knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, and he with me. Can you can you can you see Ken? I, I, I can I can close my eyes and I can see her sharing with Jack. I can I can hear her say now, now Jack. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to the door. And Jesus is going to knock and I want you to open it up this time I want you to do this and the amazing the miraculous thing is our Lord and Savior was there and when Jack opened the door he he saved Jack I just uh I, I'm, I'm quite overwhelmed with that because I, I believe what's happening Ter, Terry Joe we we've been working together to give out food and i know what happens with bill and brenda but i know that it's happening more than ever before there's more and more people asking us to pray for them to to uh minister to them it's just uh and it's because of the times and i and i think this is this is what god's doing god is opening people's hearts and and he wants us to see with new eyes the things that he wants us to see. You know, we we have over the years we've had we can have preconceived notions about things, but it is a new day. He is doing a new thing, and and we just we need to be need to be ready for that. I'm just gonna I'm gonna read that. Uh, going to read the devotion for you that really 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 opened up some things to me it opened opened my eyes a, a video game one that's become a cultural phenomenon places a hundred players on a virtual island to compete until one player remains whenever a player eliminates you from the contest you can continue to watch through that player's vantage point as one journalist notes, when you step into another player's shoes and inhabit their point of view, the emotional register shifts from self-preservation to communal solidarity. You begin to feel invested in the stranger who not too long ago did you win. Transformation happens whenever we open ourselves to see another experience. Look beyond our own vision and encouraging another's pain fear our hopes Linda encouraging Travis was was amazing was amazing when we follow Jesus's example and do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit and instead in humility value others above ourselves then we notice things we would have missed otherwise Our concerns broaden. We ask different questions. Rather than being preoccupied with only our needs or angst, we become invested in others' well-being. Rather than looking to our own interests, we become committed to the interests of others. Rather than protecting what we assume we need, need to thrive, we joyfully pursue whatever helps others flourish. With this transformation, transformed vision, we gain compassion for others. We discover new ways to love our family. We even make a friend out of an enemy. That's what that's what Jesus is doing for us in this time. It's what he's doing. Uh, I when when I finally got to visit visit a hospital, and that was a that was an interesting interesting experience but I, I to start with I was so excited that Jack had accepted Jesus so going in wasn't twice mm-hmm. quite as sad as I thought it would have been I, I you know I, I was I was concerned to 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 go in and you know, face all of these things like COVID and, and, and all of that but when I when I got into the room, Jack, I mean, Jack was always kind hearted always soft-spoken. But he was a changed man. He was an absolute changed man. And it was uh, it was overwhelming to me. We we chatted. I would bring in my wife's little Bible, and I'd, I'd uh, share scriptures with him. I'd, I'd pray with him. I'd feed him. Um... And before I went in, I said, God, when do you want me to go in? What would be the best time for me when it would be convenient for everyone else? Like I didn't want to infringe on Kevin and, and Stephen and and Carol's visits. I, I wanted I wanted to be there at the right time. I just want to do like Linda, but we've all said I just we just wanna do what God wants us to do we just want to be led by the Holy Spirit and God said you need to go in the morning because there's things that after Jack wakes up that you might have to deal with so I'm, I'm in there and I don't know I went in seven or eight times and I'd get in like about 8 30 or eight and stay for an hour hour and a half and um, Jack, Jack and I would chat and like I say. Feed him and, and uh, moisten his lips and uh, just 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 be there for him. And I noticed and I'm not I'm not complaining about the nurses, but it was interesting. Like it said, see with new eyes. I was I was watching what was going on, and you know that the nurses would come in. And inevitably, I would have to go to the nurses' station and say, you know, could could we get him a shot for pain? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's just woken up and he has. And I'd always try to tell him that his legs hurt. He needs to be brought up to the top of the bed. And it was a two-person job because I tried, I I couldn't I couldn't move him, so I had to go get help and lift him up. But it but inevitably. Those, those nurses would come in and they would maneuver, maneuver his legs, and he would scream. I go, oh God, <laughs> give them, give them eyes to see, please. But there was, there was one guy. His, his name was, I think it's Asher, and he's like about six foot seven, and like this muga muga. And he instinctively and if, what, if he's if he's not a christian he should be one i guess he he did it all and you know he he would come in at the right time to give the shot to get the pain meds we, we you know we we worked together to move jack up to the top of the bed so he he would be better positioned and he just he just did it all, and that's that's what Philippians is talking about—to be able to see. You know, when we go to to Mount Hope, like I went to—I wish I wish Jacob was here because I I um I got a call I got a call the other day. A lady had fifty dozen eggs for me to give out. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to. It was it was it was good because I got to relive the twenty five thousand eggs. But I I go to I went to Mount Hope to give them out, and I, I was I was giving them out all over the place. But while I was there, an ambulance came to take uh, one of the older guys to the hospital. And you know it 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 was quite amazing that in that enclave of people there was. Five or six were so concerned for for that man, and uh, you know, God to minister to him him a little bit, and to you know, to share with the ambulance drivers and all that. But you know, God, God, it it, it is a season that He wants us to see with with new eyes. You know, the the, the things that are going on. You know, the the opinions the p- opinions about. COVID, vaccines and conspiracies and on and on and on and on um it it is people people are the word wouldn't be weakening but their their hearts are more receptive to to help to to jesus so being sensitive to that at this time is, is something that we 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 really need we really need to do um Let's go to uh, Luke 10, 25 to 29. There's a parable of the Good Samaritan. I'm not going to read that part, but I'll just read from 25, like I say, to 29. On one occasion, an expert, expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Interestingly, he uses the word inherit. You, you can't really inherit eternal life. Like you can't get that from your father or your mother. You have to make that choice. Much like much like Carol and and I, you know taking taking Jack to that door and saying, When Jesus knocks, Jack. You've got to open the door and let them come in. And that's, that's what, in essence, what we need to do. We, we, we're, not, we're not to drag people into the kingdom. It has to be that choice. What is written in the... Okay, sorry. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus said. Do this, and you will live. So there you go. That's pretty straightforward for us. Love the Lord, your God, with all your your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Do this, and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? You see, even now in the midst of all the stuff that's going on, God is, God is asking me a lot. Who's your neighbor, Bruce? Who do, who do I want you to look after? Who do I want you to help? Who's, who's your neighbor? Who, what, how can you make a difference in your neighbor's life? Who is your neighbor? Turn to uh, Mark 12, 28 to 34. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he said, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than this. So who's, who's your neighbor? Who's, who's, our neighbor? Who do we, who do we look out look out for? Who do we look after? What does that mean? I mean, with, with all of COVID, it, it can mean something a lot different. It might even, might even take, take some big decisions for you. But who is your neighbor? We need to ask ourselves that. I think uh, anyone have anything to add or take away? I just I just think it was amazing too. All all of the sharing, like it's all God. Like all the songs, the praise, the worship, the 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 sharing. Um, what God has laid on, whether it's Sue or me or anybody else, he fits it all together. He fits it all together. I, I, I remember Linda saying, I, I just want to see you people. And I go, okay, I think uh, see with new eyes sounds like a good thing to share about. But, I mean, he sends, he sends things like that to us. So bless you all. Pray, pray for us. Pray for us tomorrow. Though. Where did Sue go? Did you want to,
3: you you want to say this? something, Terry jo?
0: Yeah. Lord, just help me speak concisely with truth.
3: Hmm.
0: Um.
7: I just, I just, I, I like to pray to Heavenly Father. Um. Uh, direct. Direct uh, us to to the a, a new place uh, we just we just think that you want to take us to something a little bit different with the Joshua project not totally different but god we we need wisdom we need wisdom to minister to our to our neighbors to as Terry Joe said the people that are right in front of her father right in front of us father just uh Give us wisdom. We're we're not sure quite yet. COVID has given us a a break and uh, a little bit of a break to to reassess and and find out what you want us to do, Lord God. I just pray that and bless bless all the volunteers and and just uh, speak to them how they could they could fit in. Uh, I just uh, I just pray this all in Jesus name.
1: Amen. Amen. Um, share with you a, a picture I, I got in prayer on Friday morning was um. Do you press the
7: screen, or do I have
1: to press the button? Um, it was just a a picture of like a looking at down on the earth from above of a big puzzle but that each of us was a piece of the puzzle and that God was shaping and trimming and fitting the puzzle pieces so that as each one said yes, each one just kept saying yes to the Lord, that the puzzle pieces would all be shaped and that suddenly God would just put the whole puzzle together and, and they would all fit, but it, it would happen more suddenly than we could imagine. And I, I just think what we've just heard is there's a bunch of people saying yes. It's a bunch of people saying yes. And sometimes we wonder sort of what the bigger picture is. But our, our job is just to say yes in the small things every day. The man on the road uh, th- who it comes across the man who's beaten, the Good Samaritan, that's the whole point is, uh, he was obviously he wasn't anybody's neighbor. He was out on a road <laughs> physically. But whoever God puts in our path, he expects us to impact their life with the kingdom in some way. So um, I I just encourage you, like what we've been hearing today is is all of us in our in our part of the puzzle saying yes and just to keep saying yes with faith that God is in charge and God is shaping us. God has plans that He will bring about His plans and His purposes. All we can give is our will. We don't have anything else. But that's what he gave us, our free will. So as we keep submitting and surrendering and saying, yes, God, seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, he's going to build this this puzzle and suddenly we'll see it come together in his plans and purposes. Amen. Amen. Anybody else have anything to... You add
2: where it said from where it said in our daily bread where we can uh, make uh, enemies into our friends. I I had a I had a lady at Rona a few months ago and uh, I I sort of know her quite well and she can be she can be sort of feisty. Anyways, I, 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 uh, I didn't have the the greatest interaction with her so later that day i was actually on my way to your your house sue when this happened and it was when my volvo was still insured so i phoned her from my car because i uh i uh, happened to find her number on the web on google or something and i i just had a i had a great conversation and i apologized for what i may have done wrong and uh since since i did that i've made an enemy into a friend because i used to be really scared of her and uh now we we just get along great now so i just wanted to share that as well
1: that is so great and uh that has been i'm laughing because this has happened to me so many times that now i actually intentionally walk towards people who grate me the wrong way. Cause I'm like, may as well get it over with God. We're going to rub and, uh, then we'll be the best of friends, right? But just to humble yourself, Trev, that's so great. Humble yourself. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, then they know you're real and, and, uh, approachable and, and it's God that makes a difference in our lives. Hallelujah. Good stuff. Bless God. Anyone else? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I, this is super encouraging for me, super encouraging for me to hear your stories and the witness, the growth, of um, what the Holy Spirit is leading people and using them and, and growing them and strengthening them. It's, it's really, really a blessing.
3: Sue? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes as I think about seeing with new eyes, you know, I, it's a term that i've become i've become familiar with like you know have you know see with new eyes and sometimes when i think about seeing with new eyes in that term you know it's like do you get like a new set of eyes that you know like looking at things with some you know new set of eyes i had um eye surgery and cataracts were removed from both eyes i got new lenses so i got you know new eyes to see you know nicodemus you know He says, how do I get born again? Do I go back into my mother's womb and am I born again? You know, these terms, sometimes they have like, uh, you know, we almost gloss over them for what they mean. And, you know, as I think about seeing with new eyes and, you know, your reference, uh, Pastor Bruce, to uh, the Israelites and how they went and, you know, up to the Red Sea and then they had the Egyptians coming at them and they couldn't see a way out. And then all of a sudden, you know, God opens up a way by splitting the Red Sea so they can walk through on dry land. You know, these are like seeing with new eyes because it's something that we've never seen before. And so we're sort of waiting for those never seen before things to see with new eyes. I, I get the sense that we're in a season where seeing with new eyes is so important. I agree with you, Pastor Bruce, that. You know, how do we see with new eyes? And challenging myself to see with new eyes, it's like a step of faith. It's like being at that Red Sea and going, okay, God, I know that you have a way through this. I don't see it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know that you have a way through this. So the eyes of a uh, faith in the God who, always delivers is the new eyes that I want to look at my situations and circumstances with because I know God you have a way through so my new eyes are like the old eyes of faith in God that I can see how God sees a situation and with trust and faith I can see his deliverance in every circumstance and situation not just for myself but for Isaac and for Isaac's family, and for Norm, and for those who are suffering, and those in need, and those that God like, take, Terry Joe, you said, just the ones that God puts right in front of us. I can see with new eyes. God, you've got a plan for this person. Give me faith. Give me, you know, a sense of belief and 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 confidence that what you have said you will do. And Help me to have uh, new eyes to see as you see these circumstances and situations.
1: Amen. Good preach there, Kev. It's exactly what I was thinking. Hebrews 11 1. Faith is the substance of things what? Unseen. Yeah. <clears throat> so God is developing our spiritual sensibilities, right? We're not yeah. just seeing and hearing in the natural. Well, what are the eyes of the heart? You know, you don't have eyes... Down on your chest, you don't have eyes in your belly, but you have yeah. the sense, the discernment of the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. So, how do we increase that? We add our faith to what we're sensing God is saying, and God is fine tuning our dial to sense and to, to hear. Let's read you yeah. <clears throat> in the Passion Translation, <clears throat> Hebrews 11 1. Now, faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for it's all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen so just a little fresh way of of hearing that and i think of elisha waiting for the rains to come after 3 years of no rain and the famine he heard it And he kept going out and saying to the servant, do you see that cloud yet? And they're like, he's like, no, there's nothing there, Master. Go back and look (laughs) again. because I can hear the sound of the rain coming, right? Ow! That's what it's about. It's seeing and hearing in the spirit. And then it's easy to add your faith, right? To know what he's about, what he's doing. Hallelujah. (laughs) Suzanne, do you have a wrap up song for